president. I would not rule out the chance to preserve a nucleus of human specimens. It would be quite easy. <laughs> At the bottom of uh, some of our deeper mind shafts, radioactivity would never penetrate a mine some thousands of feet deep. And in a matter of weeks, sufficient improvements in dwelling space could easily be provided. How long would you have to stay down there? Well, let's see now. Uh, cobalt saw EMG. Uh, uh, so radioactive half-life of... I would think that uh, possibly uh, 100 years. You mean people could actually stay down there for 100 years? It would not be difficult, my fear. <laughs> like to watch, Eve. What do you mean, you like to watch? I like to watch. Obvious that the night that wore well, that suit did not last very long. Mm. Yes, as I was saying, um, as I was saying, the look, there is no need for you to speak unless I ask. But there is a room for us to speak at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Today, we celebrate Mr. Peter Sellers, who, geez, would have been close to 100, born September 8th, 1925, died July 24th, 1980, 41 years ago. Jacques Cousteau, well, Dr. Strangelove, Lolita, Casino Royale, being there. There is a, a great injustice. And yes, the Academy tried to right the wrong a year later by giving um, that one actor whose name escapes me. When you've had a long day, your brain is like, yes. Well, you know him from Cat Baloo. Why? What, do, what does he have to do with Peter Sellers? Well, Lee Marvin and Peter Sellers both were nominated for playing three different roles in one film. Peter Sellers didn't win. Lee Marvin did. So the Academy tried to right the wrong by doing that. Because the year before... Peter Sellers was nominated for playing three roles in Doctor Strange Love or How I Stopped Worrying About the War and Loved to Learn Learn to Love the Bomb. Say that five times fast. And the person who beat him out was Rex Harrison in My Fair Lady. 
Isn't that weird? Yes, I know. Some of you love... You've grown accustomed to his face. Fuck that. Fuck that. I don't like that shit. And I loved Peter Sellers. Being there is hilarious. I've never watched Pink Panther. Don't shoot me. But I've seen Dr. Strangelove. I have a personal connection to Dr. Strangelove. I remember in college... It was assigned to a student in my class and she's doing her presentation and I am just laughing. And um, it made me want to watch it. And I remember watching it and who was over that day while I was trying to watch it? My grandfather. Despite his many flaws. Yes, that we learned about last year after he died. Yeah. So sometimes you can be, you know, I'm as my mother said, processing. Okay. All right. Okay. But I have a fond memory of watching Doctor Strange Love with him and he's laughing and he's like, "Hey, isn't that Patton?" Yeah. It was Patton. So one year, I remember he got out of the hospital and I gave him my DVD. Yeah. I have the Blu-ray now. Criterion Collection. Shout out to Jason Almy if shit happens when you party naked. We always talk about Criterion. I have Dr. Strangelove. Where did I put it? Where did I put it? Yeah. But Peter Sellers was probably the best. So. Nobody could do it like Peter Sellers. To play three roles in Doctor Strangelove. I'm talking about characters, not jelly rolls. Okay? We're going to go there. Doctor Strangelove is a very dark, dark comedy. And I'll get to that. Because there's always a point to this. Directed by Stanley Kubrick. The black comedy film that satirizes the Cold War's fears of nuclear conflict between the Soviet Union and the United States. The, the, the story concerns an unhinged United States Air Force general who orders a first strike nuclear attack on the Soviet Union. It separately follows the President of the United States, his advisors, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and a Royal Air Force exchange officer as they attempt to prevent the crew of a B-52 plane who were following orders from the general from bombing the Soviets and starting a nuclear war. That, that really is Peter Sellers' epitaph. Not one, not two, but three. Group tech Captain Lionel Mandrake, a British RAF exchange officer, President Merkin Muffley, the President of the United States. Dr. Strangelove, the nuclear war expert and former Nazi who uses a wheelchair. I read recently that also Peter Sellers was not satisfied with just doing three roles. He wanted to play Major T.J. King Kong, the man who straddles the bomb. And that role went to Slim Pickens. What a name. And was he Slim Pick was he the Slim Pickens? Not really, because 
Sellers realized he couldn't do a Texas accent. I'm sure years later he was like, I could have done it, but he didn't. And thankfully for us, we have Slim Pickens riding that bomb into eternity. What a crazy moment. What a crazy film. What a crazy comedian. Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. There there have been so many TV movies about him. Biopics. And nothing really... Here's the thing. We live in a world where everyone wants to know everything about everyone. The beauty about Peter Sellers is we didn't know shit about Peter Sellers. When you thought you did, you didn't. That's what I love. There's mystery. There's intrigue to Peter Sellers. To his death, for one. To the Pink Panther. Blake, Blake Edwards said a lot of interesting things. About working with Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers is an enigma. He mystifies me because I don't know a lot about him. I like that. Yeah. And why would you want to know everything about everyone? Come on. I think. And it and it helps. It helps for some people, but for me, I I myself like mystery. You're not going to learn everything um, about me. There's Peter. One night, until you know Marion Frank, because they've got a Marion Frank have got a chain of restaurants in in London, eh? <laughs> and uh, this guy sat down, and he said, uh, "Oi, Franco, Benny Quay." <laughs> so Franco came and so he said yes yeah, so what the, what the, you know he said I want a large plate of spaghetti vongoli <laughs> and a large double scotch right he said look I'm sorry I got no dispensation for the scotch whiskey I'm sorry we only got to hear the vino you can only have the vino if you want the vino it's alright uh, but I got no possibility for the scotch whiskey I'm sorry <laughs> He said, no, listen, I can't drink that stuff. I can't drink wine, see? And the reason I can't drink it, I'll tell you, it's a bit delicate. I need a, uh, well, see, I'm going out with this bird. And if I'm on a scotch, well, it makes me nice and lively all night. And if I'm on the vino, it's, uh, it's all down to larking, isn't it? I mean, you know, nothing happens. He says, well, I'm sorry, so it's not possible for me. I got the noise, you know, I can't do it. Look, I'll do it for you if it's possible. I can do it. You, look, if you don't like this vino, you don't pay for it. I can't say more. He said, all right, then I'll have it. I'll have it. <laughs> so he tried this one. He had two glasses and knocked him sideways. And he was very, very sloshed, you know. He said, oi, Fra- yeah, Franca. <laughs> Penny Quay. Yeah. What you got? Yeah, what was in that stuff? What was in that? What was in that? That boy. He said, look, I'll tell you something that nobody knows. <laughs> Shut the windows and the doors because I'll tell you something. Not nobody knows this thing, what I'm going to tell you now. The Pope <laughs> drinks 
new bottles, the same wine, every day from his life. <laughs> he says the Pope, what? <laughs> he says the Pope, the Pope, the Pope drinks two bottiglia, two bottles, the same vino every day from his life. He says, no wonder he's got them four fellas carrying him around. Yeah? <laughs> Peter Sellers on a late show in 1970. By that point, he was already legendary. Very legendary. Perhaps it was that it was the swinging 60s. His personality. How many times was he married? That's, yeah. Does it matter? No. But he, he, he liked to party. This was a time when, oh my, <laughs> you could you could do whatever you wanted. Mm. So much so. Oh my. Okay, is this it? Looking around. Yes. Mm. Oh, he loved nitrates. Well, prior to having sex with Eklund, Sellers inhaled, oh, poppers, oh, why, Peter, as a sexual stimulant in the search for the ultimate orgasm, sounds like him, and suffered a series of eight heart attacks over the course of three hours as a result. His illness forced him to withdraw from the filming of Kiss Me Stupid, and he was replaced by Ray Walston. Mmm. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, he, he had a magic wild ride. Yes. There's been, um, well, there's been a lot said about Peter. A lot. Died in 1980. He was portrayed on screen by Jeffrey Rush. Oh, here we go. As a kid, Eddie Murphy developed playing multiple characters in, in, in imitation of his acting hero. With Chris Rock hailing Murphy's performance, such as multiple roles in Nutty Professor. Peter Sellers-esque. During an interview in 2002, Robin Williams told Michael Parkinson that Sellers was an important influence, especially his multi-character roles in Dr. Strangelove, stating it doesn't get better than that. Williams was con was considered to play Sellers in the HBO biopic, but turned it down over scheduling conflicts, though Williams considered it an honor to be able to portray him. Yeah. The stage uh, play Being uh, Sellers premiered in Australia in 1998, three years after the release of the biography by Roger Lewis, The Life and Death of Peter Sellers. In 2004, the book was turned into an HBO film of the same title, starring Jeffrey Rush. The play letter transferred to New York City in December 2010. 
The film captures uh, Seller's life of drugs, drink, fast cars, and lots and lots of beautiful women. That's what happens. That's what happens when you're Peter Sellers. And I think working with Stanley Kubrick, also, anyone who's worked with Kubrick, there's an edge to them. Just ask Shelley Duvall. <laughs> I, and I don't mean that in a mean way, but Shelley says, hey, when you've worked with him, some people don't want to work with him ever again. Mal- Malcolm McDowell wanted to work with him again, but at the same time, he wanted to be friends with Stanley. <sighs> Peter Sellers. Dr. Strangelove, I want you all to go and watch it. This is a crazy time that we live in. You might find humor in it. Maybe you'll dance around like George C. Scott. Gentlemen, why are you fighting in? Don't fight in here. This is the war room. Premiere kiss off. Yeah. When I heard that name the first time, I thought it was hilarious. And that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I, I like films that really jump at you and slap you around. And hey, three roll. I love things that come in threes. Get your minds out of the gutter or, or put them back in there. But Peter Sellers, those three roles, if he never did another movie again, the fact that he played the president. Colonel Mandrake and Dr. Strange Love in one fucking film is enough. Is enough. And yeah, he worked with Kubrick again in Lolita, which is such a controversial film. So, yeah. I record in a very unorthodox, unorthodox manner, which is fine with me. One day, we will talk about metal. I mean, I was raised on rock and roll. Come on. I, I grew up listening to hip-hop, but as I, as I grew into my own, rock and roll took over. I mean, come on. Come on. Metal especially. Anti-establishment. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. And that's Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers, if anyone were to ever put out a metal band named Peter Sellers, oh, God. Can you just imagine the the song titles? Pink Panther Goes Nuts. Doctor Strange Love. Being There. Nitrates and Sex. (laughs) I told you it was going to be a fun one. I'm often asked why I do the length of time for these shows. Maybe sometimes 10 minutes to... 20, maybe 30. It's because of the commute time that some of you have. My commute time isn't that long. I'm very thankful for that. But I remember that the 30-minute the commute time, and it's not fun. And especially when you're coming home. And so that's why I don't do those long shows. And, and more power to... Those of you who do it. Because you're putting the work in. So when I record these shows, I'm thinking of my audience. I do these shows because this is what I do. There's there's no real reason or 
I'm not trying to do this to get famous or infamous or have people love me. I'm doing this because Beat's going to a shrink, basically. And I've been doing this for almost four fucking years. And the thrill that I get from doing this. I remember the first time I started doing this, I never thought in a million years I would be doing this. I never did. And then and then I do it, and I'm thinking, oh, God, I should have gone into radio. But then I'm being told, oh, radio's dead already. Podcast is where it's at. So, yeah, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. And Peter Sellers, whether he's your favorite or not, just go watch Dr. Strangelove. You don't have to watch Lolita unless you've had a few, and I understand. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>